you got yours, and I got none. Hey, sing along with me, y'all. Always love my mama. I cannot sing at all, but this is a very celebration intro, so y'all gonna have to bear with my singing. <laughs> but so let's just get into this one. So, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to Correct Me If I'm Wrong. Today's episode is a special tribute to our mothers out there, but in this episode, especially. For my women in my family, this episode is dedicated to you guys. This is dedicated to the mothers in my family. And today, I have the privilege to sit down with three queen generations in my family. I have my grandmother, a.k.a. Ma'am, my mom, Angie, and my older sister, Nika. There are actually four generations here right now, but Irie's only four, so you won't be hearing from her right now. <laughs> Maybe in the future. <laughs> so I'll be asking them all different kinds of questions to reflect on be on the beginning of being a mother and the present day of being a mother and a little in between. Um, so I hope you all enjoy and hopefully you take this episode as a gateway to sit down with your relatives and just talk to one another, share that bond with one another, the face-to-face -face interaction instead of texting all the time. So, and also keep in mind, you guys, no one is promised tomorrow. So take the time to celebrate the ones that are here today. And I hope you all enjoy this episode and this song. <laughs> all right, peace. All right. How's everybody doing today? Doing good. Good. Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. So let's go around the table and you guys can introduce yourselves. Okay. All right. I'm Nika Gregg. I am the granddaughter here. <laughs> the third generation. Yep. Right? I guess. Yeah, yeah right? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Third generation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm Angie. Um, Mama. Mama. <laughs> Mama Angie. And, Grant, and better known as Grammy. All right. Second generation. Second generation. And I'm ma'am, I'm the first generation, also known as Angie's mom and Shanika, <laughs> and Shanika's grandma. And my grandma. And Angie's grandma. <laughs> so let's jump into the questions. So how old were you all when you first found out, well not first found out, but how old, how old were you all when you had your first child? Well, I was 20 when I had my first child and uh, I wasn't expecting it, but it went well. It went well. <laughs> it went well. And then the second? The second, I was 23 uh, with my son, Dale, uh, and that went well. And then with my uh, third son, well, my third child, which was my second son, was with Aubrey, and I was 27. And that went well. That went well. <laughs> <laughs> my first child I had when I was 18, and then I turned 19 a month after and then three years after which i was 22 i had my second daughter and then i was 24 i mean i'm sorry 27 when i had jasmine i mean 26 i'm sorry so what were ages they were eight um 18 22 and 26. 
Nice. <laughs> uh, I was 28 with my first pregnancy. I was 29 when I was pregnant with Carter and 31 when I was pregnant with Ivy. Wow. <laughs> so you all have a mixture. Well, yeah. ma'am has a mixture. Mama, you have all three girls and Nika has a mixture. Yeah. That's amazing. So what was your first impressions when you found out that you were pregnant? Well, my first impression, you know, uh, I really, like I said previously, that I wasn't really expecting it, but it was a blessing. <laughs> because when I look at uh, Angie and with the three girls that she has, you know, I, would, I wouldn't give anything not to have them in my life, <coughs> have you guys in my life. When I first out found out I was pregnant, um, I was going to go off to be a model, and um, then I wanted to find out I was pregnant with Nika or what, but it was a good thing, because she, I wouldn't even have my other two daughters. <laughs> so what was your impression when you found out um, that I was pregnant? With Jamin, with Jasmine. <laughs> my last one? Yeah. I, I, pl- <laughs> I, I planned that one. Oh. Yeah. We, I planned planned it. we already know that. <laughs> you were anyway. she was playing. We anyway. already know that. No, when, when I say I planned, because I always wanted three girls. I mean, I always wanted four kids. But I wanted three girls first, and then my youngest wanted to be a boy. But that didn't turn out right. So with Jasmine... They did think she was a boy, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just what was your name, name going to be? Mar- Marcus Marseille. <laughs> so you had the whole house lit up in blue. <laughs> yeah. You had the name picked out. And then when that kid came on the same day as Ashley, that's when you found out it was a girl. Right. There was no penis. <laughs> <laughs> and the ultrasound, ultrasound showed that it looked like it was a penis. Wow. She had her finger up. <laughs> That's crazy. Probably. <laughs> She's That's like, crazy. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, right. What about you, Nika? Oh, man. Um, my first pregnancy was planned. I, well, sort of planned. I wouldn't really say any, any type of pregnancy is really like planned because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> but <laughs> it was more like, hey, if we do, we do, we don't, we don't. And it happened. And it's like, whoa, okay, guess so. But it was scary because you just wasn't sure in regards to, um, you know, now you have to make plans of your life from being to people. And now you're going to have this other person that you got to feed, breathe, or what is it called? Bathe and all that stuff, take care of them. Um, and then when Carter came along, it was just like, you know, you were. De- I was really determined to make sure I had another kid, had a kid. So that was really cool. But it was um, still still wasn't expecting all the stuff that you ended up going through especially with pregnancy <laughs> yeah so did you guys when you were giving birth did you take the epidural did any of you take the epidural i didn't you didn't it's mm-hmm. all natural mm-hmm. all three of my kids were natural oh, cool. no um with both the first two i actually was put to sleep what yeah i was put to sleep but with aubrey my last one i had the epidural you're put to sleep <laughs> well, actually, with Angie, my first one, I fainted. <laughs> wow, I never knew that. <laughs> I fainted. 
I understand the pain, I find it. <laughs> but, uh, but with the second one, you know, they actually put me to sleep. It was a light, you know, sound like, I mean, uh, twilight. Twilight. Twilight, yeah. So how <laughs> Yeah. I was in so much pain. I was so much pain. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but that's different. Yeah. yeah. That was back in 68, though. That oh. was in 68. So that's way before now, like when Aubrey did the epidural, you know, and which was fine because I didn't have that pain. Mm-hmm. Like I said, with Angie in 65, I mean, I fainted. I just couldn't stand it. I just passed right out. Wow. <laughs> oh, how's wow. that even possible? I know. <laughs> they pushed the baby out of you or something? Did you have a C-section? No, no, no C-section. So how did they get her out? They just... Her with the clamps maybe? I could hear them saying push, you know, oh. push, you know, but with the pain got so hard when I was dilating, you know, um, I just kind of just passed out. And then her dad, Al, he, uh, you know, he was screaming too because when the water broke, um, he, he freaked out. He didn't know what was going on. All he could see was the fluid and all. I mean, she just raised the sheet up and he go, do something, do something. She's bleeding, you know, and it was just, <laughs> You know, so he couldn't really deal with it. And then I just kind of passed out, you know, but as they were wheeling me back to the delivery room, I, I woke up and I could see the lights overhead, you know. So when they got me into the delivery room, I was fully awake. Mm. <clears throat> wow. Mm. You think it, you did epidural? Oh, I was fully oh, yeah. drugged up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you had a C-section. Oh, yeah. Yeah, C-section. Oh, yeah. But having that... Um, psychotic when the anesthesiologist gives you the epidural on your back uh-huh. that's the worst feeling ever because they you're not allowed to have anybody in the room with you and you can't move you can't breathe and you got this belly in front of you you have to lean over into and a they, fetal position yeah and they uh-huh. poke you in that spine if you move you can risk actually your um, spine being punctured and yeah, not able to, to be paralyzed yeah right? that's true and, Mm-hmm. But when you had the epidural when I was in the room with you, she gets cold. Oh, that was after. Yeah. yeah. That was when they cut me and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. she got real cold. They say it is, but I mean, for having it three times, I did it three times, and it, it's not a fun feeling. Mm-hmm. It feels like your soul sort of just comes out of you. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three times too. Yeah. yeah, like I told Deshaun, I said, I feel like I gave away part of my life and like you end up. You recoup, but it takes a long time for your body to recoup. You know? Is that right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mentally and physically, it affects you. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. Because it's so cold, you get so cold, you just feel like like death just like comes out. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. wow. it's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's very scary. But you know, mm-hmm. when you have family that's there and helping you and go through the process, I I don't know where mentally where I would have been if I didn't have family there with me. Yeah. yeah, you had a big family there too. Yeah. Very supportive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very supportive. Yeah. So can you share like a little story of um like in the delivery room or anything that happened? <laughs> like something funny? Yeah, when um when I <laughs> when I was in labor, I was in labor with Shanika for um twenty seven hours. Because <laughs> mom was in I was in labor with Nika for 27 hours. And the reason is that the doctor said, don't walk me up the stairs. Mom and Aubrey walked me up and down the stairs. 
So when, when I went into labor, I was at the hospital, Methodist Hospital, and my daddy was on the road because he was a truck driver. So, <coughs> excuse me. So when, um, when I was in labor, Aubrey and Dale was in the room with my mom, and then I was crying because the pain, them contractions. Well, do you got there? Wait, I know. Oh, okay. But the, the contractions are, I mean, the contractions hurt bad. So mommy had Aubrey and Dale to go out in the, in the waiting area because they were real sad and they see me in pain. So um, when my dad got there, I'm in pain, still crying or what, you know. And my mom had a towel wiping my forehead just like this, just patting it. My dad grabbed the towel and soaked it in water and poured it all over my face. <laughs> he said, you're going to be okay, boo baby. You're going to be okay. Or what? And then when I was in the delivery, my mom was in the delivery room with me. Or what? And when the baby came out, mommy said, um, it's a baby cake. Like that. It's a girl. And I'm like, oh. And I looked up. I'm like, that's not my baby. <laughs> what? And the, the, the doctor, she's like, huh? I said, that's not my baby. Her daddy black. That is white. <laughs> yeah, but... Then after that, I was, and I didn't have, like I said, all three of my pregnancies, I did hardcore, no drugs, no nothing. I was good. What about you, ma'am? Anything <laughs> funny happened when we have given birth to any other person? Well, like I said, with Angie, I, I really just kind of passed out, and, and uh, uh, Angie's dad, you know, Al, he just freaked out. He just couldn't stand me in pain, too, and then when my water broke, like I said, he just really didn't expect that, not knowing being that first child we had, you know, not knowing what to expect. So he was just telling, yelling to the nurses to help her, help her, help her, you know, because I was in so much pain and I was crying, you know. But um, with uh, with Dale, I really don't remember the um, what I went through no more than I was having a lot of pain, a lot of pain. And what about Uncle Aubrey? With Uncle Aubrey, I had the epidural. And um, it was fine, you know, because it was during the playoffs uh, basketball season. Ooh. And uh, the <coughs> doctor and Aubrey Sr., they were watching a the game. They were standing around, you know, and the nurses, I was the only patient that was in the delivery room, you know, back there. There was no other patients in there. And I was getting undivided attention. And it was really good. It was really good, you know. And they were watching the game and, you know, checking on me, seeing how much I... You know, I was dilating, and and uh, it was just really good, you know. And when I got ready, the doctor said, okay, she's ready, let's go, let's go. And so uh, when Arbor Senior went in with uh, with the, with me, and when I delivered, you know, I said, it's a boy, it was a boy. And so... Um, Do you remember what team was playing? No, I don't remember what team uh, was playing. I don't remember, you know. It could have been super funny if you named Uncle Aubrey after the team on the show or something. No. <laughs> or the person that made the last shot or something like that, you know? Oh, Any funny thing happen with you, Nika? No. Only thing I could think of is when you were in there with me when we had Irie. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she was supposed to be recording and she's like, it stinks. Because <laughs> they were cutting my skin. She's like, ew, what's that smell? I'm 
like, funny. it smells so bad and it smells like burnt corn nuts. Yeah, that was like, a word. I could have said Fritos or corn nuts. It smells like corn nuts yeah. and then you could just smell it. It just smells like burning skin and it's just, it's it so really, I know, but it smells really bad. I'm surprised. I don't even think I eat corn nuts anymore. It's disgusting. Or <laughs> well, were they using a scalpel or were they using, they using like a burner? Like yeah, yeah, oh, a laser burn. light? Yeah. yeah. Oh, was, okay. The smell was so strong and I was just, I was trying my best to stop saying it. And I had the mask on and everything. So I was just like, it stinks really bad. And I didn't mean to keep saying it. And I remember Suna uh, was like, um, don't say that. Stop saying that. Like, what is this in here? <laughs> Because <laughs> he was like, he thought that we were like, I was gonna offend Nika, and they were like, like, does it smell here? But I was just like, dude, this smooth. Like, <laughs> it was bad. I didn't, oh, I didn't smell anything when I was. Well, probably because I wasn't focusing on it when I went in there when she had bubbles, um, or what. I wasn't focused on anything. Just, just being there for her. So I wasn't. Acting like I, I smelled it. I should have super nostrils, though. Yeah, <laughs> I smell everything. Yeah. I, it was like everything. You smelled the bleach, then you smelled the burning skin. And see, I don't, see, I don't remember. I don't remember nothing. I don't remember nothing like that. All I just remember just wow. standing right next to Nikki, right by her head, and making and holding her hand, making sure she was comfortable or what. And then when the baby was born, I told her, "I said it's a boy," like that. I would. <laughs> Yep, I was the first one that Bubbles smiled at. <laughs> and blew Bubbles at. Yeah, and Bubbles, I said, I'm going to call you Bubbles. Yeah. Well, when you had Shanika, they passed her right off to me into my arms, you know. And it was funny because they hadn't shaped her head yet. And I said, she got a comb Come head. head. <laughs> <laughs> she got me a comb head when I got in a car accident, too. <laughs> Do you, have you ever seen the movie Comb Head? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the, the nurse they had, they had not, you know, cleaned the baby up yet, uh-huh. and they hadn't shaped the head, you know, taken in circles, you know, and that's what it looked like. That's funny. Uh-huh. So usually people like when they first when they have their first child, they freak out and they say, you know, wash your hands, put hand sanitizer on, or just be super cautious of everything. Do you feel like sometimes after, or most people after you have your first child and you have another and another, that you tend to not freak out or care about certain stuff anymore? No. Oh no. No. I didn't have to. All three of my girls, I didn't allow nobody to be kissing all over my babies. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, one of the funny no. things with uh, with Aubrey when I had him, the last one, uh, Aubrey Senior's um, brother Junior, he was staying with us, and when I was there in the hospital with the baby, and he was at the house with Angie and with Dale, and uh, he was just trying to get them dressed and everything, get Angie's hair combed, <laughs> and to bring <laughs> bring them out to see the new baby. And when he came out, he had did a mess on Angie's hair trying to comb it. And I just really freaked out instead of being glad that they came out. Look at her hair, it looks a mess, you know. And D got, D got so upset, you know, he told him, take him home, take him home. Let's go, let's go. We'll just leave here. She's on the preach dip. And so I just start, I start crying, you know. Yeah, I start crying and I told him, take the baby away, take him away, you know. Because I was so hurt and I felt embarrassed and ashamed that I, to show appreciation to JR for trying to get them dressed and to bring them out there to see their new brother. Oh, <laughs> well, you need good. I forgot. In the new day and age, oh. did you um, no longer start freaking out anymore after having your first child? Um, 
tense and like you know thinking yeah. you don't want certain things oh yeah no I still was freaking out <laughs> yeah I didn't like people to hold my baby without having a blanket over them but it, I, I think it subsided faster with the second child versus with the first child with Carter I believe I was more I was very peculiar of who changed his diaper and how they did it make sure he was on his little mat I think I never had a mat with Irie <laughs> it's like and then I barely had a I don't even think I had a diaper bag when I barely had a diaper bag it was more like all right let's grab that garbage bag let's go <laughs> so it's yeah yeah, I we couldn't with 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 bubbles. We couldn't pick bubbles up unless we had that blanket on yep. us. You had first. You had to wash your hands. That's right. With me, since I smoke cigarettes, I can hold the baby at all without that special without shirt. that without you me changing shirt. my shirt, washing my hands, brushing my teeth. What? <laughs> Maybe before I kiss the baby. Oh, I did. I, I made sure I did that. The baby. No, I didn't allow people kissing my babies. <laughs> yeah, I didn't allow nobody kissing you guys when you guys were infants. So this question is for um, Naomi Mom. So um, what are some of the things you see the generation below you, which would be Nika um, and other relatives who have kids that are below you guys, um, that um, they do things that you used to do as a, as a, a new parent or parenting? Well, as a parent, I I took a lot of time with the kids, you know, and uh, helping them to uh, learn certain things, you know, taking the time with books, you know, each one of the kids when they were growing up, that is, of age, they had their own room and had their own bookshelves with all their books, and every night I, you know, would read to them, let them pick the books that they wanted me to read to them, and as they grew up, I took a lot of time you know, with them, with their schoolwork and all. And I see that's the thing that Nika does and Deshaun. They take a lot of time with the kids. And uh, and Angie did the same thing with you guys. And it's really appreciative when you look at this generation. There's not a lot of <coughs> parents that does that. Yeah, I remember that. We used to always have that moment. Remember, Nika, when we were younger, we had to spend a certain amount of time in the den area off the house on 13th and uh, uh-huh. Haven. And we had to like read a book and then we did our Spanish time and we had to learn Spanish for a minute. I still remember the, the tape playing in my head, but I only could remember the necessario. Necesario. And then we had to say necessario. And it was it's just no, like... pro- it's no problem. No problem. Remember that What about you, Mom? Um, I just read I always did to you guys the same thing mom did to Arbidell and I growing up she always made a big old chart 1 through 12 with timetables and I did the same thing with you guys and Nika did the same thing with Carter and Irie and then same thing growing up we weren't allowed to play sports unless your grades are good Mm mm-hmm and I did the same thing with you guys. You guys wasn't allowed to play softball or basketball unless your grades good. Once your grades drop, that's when you have to stop playing ball or have a job. Because well, Nika's first job was at McDonald's. And her grades dropped and I made her quit. And my dad did me the same thing. Sure my first job was Burger King and my grades dropped and I had to quit. So what are some of the most funniest moments you ever had being a mom? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I had a real, was that with Nika? That's Rogolio. <laughs> real funny thing that happened when Angie was, uh, um, she was only like about a month, no, maybe about two, maybe about two months old, and I, I was able to start feeding her the uh, baby food, the parade with the, not the parade, it was the, the milk with a little rice in it, you wow. know, cereal in it, and I was gonna go someplace and I was trying to feed her real fast, you know? And she got choked and she couldn't breathe. And I just held up in the air, was shaking her, you know? <laughs> so I was scared, I was scared and screaming. You know, I called my mom, my mom said, girl, blow in her mouth, blow in her mouth. And so I blew in her mouth and she yelled out this real loud cry, ah, you know? And uh, uh, I was, my heart was beating so fast, you know, because it scared me so bad, you know? So I learned not to, I learned to take my time in feeding her. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It was funny, you know, with me panicking like that oh. and rushing, you know. Shaking her. <laughs> yeah, shaking her. I'm surprised you have a stuttering problem right now. <laughs> Who? You. No. <laughs> what about you, Nika? Something funny. I can't think of one. I know you did a lot of stuff, probably. I mean, we had a lot of funny moments, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Only thing that comes to my mind is just. I don't Oh, really? Yeah. Come back to me. <laughs> Funny moments with all three of you guys? Wow. I I don't know. Because we had so many. I mean, wow. I know one, though, when you guys, when you guys were acting like that movie, Blair Witch Project, <laughs> running outside, going to empty the garbage, and acting like Blair Witch, and I was standing in the door laughing at you guys. That was funny, but we I had a lot. All three, all three of you guys, childhood. We always have fun, have funny moments. One. <laughs> Only thing I can think of, but well, with Irie, a funny moment. Um, I just remember it was on like a Saturday morning. We were trying to sleep in. Deshaun and I, we were in Lagrange, and we hear some little feet coming in. We're like, oh man! And Irie comes in the room and she says, "I want to change my clothes. I want to take a bath." They're like, no, you're not taking a bath right now, Irie. Go back to your room. She went to lay back to her room. A couple seconds later, we hear the feet again. She comes in with her shirt halfway over her head. And she's like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. <laughs> I want to take a bath. <laughs> and so we were just like, all right. So we had to take a picture of that picture. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to take a bath. Yes, yeah, she is. She still like that too. She wants to take a bath all the time. She can just get out the bath. Can I take a bath now? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, what type of food did you guys crave? Any cravings? Weird cravings while being pregnant? Oh, all, all I craved was Mexican food. What about you, ma'am? I like uh, cookies and cream, ice cream. Really? Yeah, I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny to say that. Mine was um, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> and then also my bad craving. I, it wasn't, I guess it was a craving, but it was um, peanut butter and chocolate ice cream from Baskin Robbins. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I haven't had them now since Carter was born. What did you crave with Irie? Well, Irie, I didn't really crave too much. Yeah. Uh -huh. If I did, it was just probably just some chips or so. Chips. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you? What did you crave, Mom? I crave all three, guys. Just Mexican food, yeah. Mm. That's 
But one thing when I was pregnant with Shanika though, one thing to this very day, I, if I smell Dawn soap, I throw up. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. For me, it was Irish Spring. I couldn't stand Irish Spring. I still don't like Irish Spring yeah. soap. Mine's a bubble gum. I mean, for real? Yeah, I haven't chewed gum ever since Irish pregnancy. Wow. Yeah, mm. I can't chew gum. I, ugh, I get sick. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, what's the best part of being a mother? Wow. Raising your kids. Raising your kids and just giving them a lot of love. I do anything for my daughters. <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, I just get so excited when I'm around my grandkids and then my great-grandkids. I just get over excited, you know, <laughs> because everything they say and do just tickles me so much, you know. Um, and I'm so impressed that they, they know so much. I'm so impressed that, you know, um, they know things, you know, for instance, like Carter says, Want me to tell you about the digestive system? <laughs> and I was so impressed. I'm like, I never even thought about that. Kid, he said he's four years old. He knows everything. And he's going to tell me about the digestive system. <laughs> you know, it's just so funny. And, and listening to Ari as I was going with mom, you know, uh, to her different clients and being in the car and listening to her. And she knows about things too in the body. And I'm like, how these kids know that? <laughs> I don't want to learn. I, and she says, I do not want to um, listen to the Spanish. I don't want to listen to the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the tapes, the mom that was playing the uh, videos, you know, and it's just that they know so much, you know, and I'm like, well, if I had the technology then for my three, um, I thought I was taking a lot of time with them, but I'm so impressed with Janika and Deshaun, the, the time that they take with them and and show them modern the videos that go along with what they're teaching them. It's just amazing. It's just, it's just different now than it was mm-hmm. when we were growing up. Yeah. Totally different. <laughs> I would say for me, um, the best thing I would say is the legacy that, you know, that I feel that it's not just me that has been placed inside of these kids, but my my family, my bloodline, everything that I learned from my ancestors and my um, generational leaders, I would say that that now is rolling into my children. And I wouldn't say hopefully, because it will also roll into the children that they have as well. Mm-hmm. So I would say the legacy, because for me, I know I always look at life as my ancestors are on my shoulders and everything that I do. So I make sure I do things in a positive manner as much as possible. So I try to instill that in them as well, because it's not just when people see their face, they're not just seeing Carter and Irie, they're seeing Ashley, mom, ma'am. They're seeing all everyone else within their family. Just like how I used to tell my softball players, you have your floor in high school in the front of your jersey, you got your last name on the back. Don't make either, any, either one of them um, yeah. dishonor. Don't dishonor them. Same mm-hmm. thing as it goes for them. Yeah. So I have... Um, what Did you give the response, Mom? Mm-hmm. You did? So I have one more individual more questions. Uh-oh. <laughs> so we will take a second. <laughs> and then we'll get right back into it.
I do have separate questions that I want to ask. My first question is, how did mom, <laughs> how did you get two, two of your kids to be born on the same day and they're four years apart? I'm sure everybody wants to know how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Originally, Jasmine was supposed to have been born August 24th. I'm the oldest out of three kids. My birthday's April 18th and my brother's birthday is April 20th. And we're three years apart. I had it that when Jasmine, Jasmine came, supposed to have been born on the 24th, but I had it that she wound up coming on. I stressed myself out so she could come on the 27th. You. On her sister's birthday. <laughs> it was your dad too. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. I space my kids the same way that my brothers and I are spaced. You and Nika are spaced three years apart. Dale and I are spaced three years apart. You and Jasmine are spaced four years apart. Like Aubrey and Dale is four years apart. Then my birthday is a day before Dale's, but you and Jasmine is the same day, August 27th. What about you? Well, for me, I actually, uh, after having Angie, I decided to plan the uh, the other two kids because my period is so um, regular I came I would come every 28 days so I knew if I did that you know I knew what time you know to have sex in <laughs> order to plan the pregnancy mm -hmm. and so um, so that's what I did so I planned it for Angie and Dale to be three years apart and I was actually trying to get it them on the same day but hers was April 18th and his was April 20th. I got close, but I missed the mark. And the same thing for Dale and Aubrey. I tried to get them exactly on the same uh, day for exactly four years apart. But Dale's was April 20th and Aubrey's was May 5th. So I got them just, you know. Almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> so that's how I planned, you know, all three of them. Nika? Oh, oh, only type of planet I had wanted to do was uh, my birthday is February, Deshaun's is April, so that's two, four, six, Carter's is in June. We tried to get Iris in August. August. <laughs> but by the time we found out we were pregnant, we we're like, we counting? Oh, no, no, we're way off. <laughs> yeah, she's way out there. October and then her numbers. But she's 10 and then she's 25. Oh, so I'm like, yeah. yeah. She's the even number on the month, but on the day she's odd. <laughs> Which is, explains Irene. Yes. She's even, but she is very odd. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you come up with the names uh, I, I, Carter and Irene? Uh, Carter is actually named after, <laughs> interesting, in, incorrect, but he's named after my, gram my great grandma. Uh, I was under the impression Carter was her maiden name, but then I was soon to be corrected after she passed that it was not Carter. <laughs> but at the same time, it was a cool name, but I had named him intentionally to be named after my great-grandmother. It was going to be Jackson, but Deshaun could not go for the word Jackson to be his name. <laughs> so mm -hmm, yeah. I slipped in Carter and he was like, Hey, that's pretty cool. Where'd you get that from? I said, oh, I just thought about it. <laughs> yeah, that's Grandma Jackson's son. Yeah, yep. you knew that. Carter. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's yeah, and then the same thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. And also because Grandma Jackson's maiden name is Carter as well, right? 
Uh, Stevens, Stevens, but it was uh, her her mother that raised her. Was actually, her aunt, but she was Carter. She was Carter. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, right. And it uh-huh. was another Carter too in the family. I can't remember. It was another last name that was Carter too. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, ah. <laughs> and what about Irie? And Irie, oh, hers was totally different. Uh, we were in Jamaica, and two words that they always say out there was respect and Irie. And we did not have a name yet for her middle name. We knew we were really going towards Taylor. I wanted it to be Bobby, but Deshaun again was like, ah, why you want to do Bobby? (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, well, I wanted to have a name because I figured it was a girl. And I said, well, I want, if it's a girl, I always want my girl to have a name that can go either way. People don't know if it's a boy or a girl. So I really liked Taylor and I wanted to be Taylor Jean. He was against Jean. So I was like, (laughs) so right when we were getting ready to get on the plane, I found this little drum and it said Irie and I asked the lady and said, what does this mean? Everybody always says this word, Irie out here, and I love it. It's cute. I love it on the drum, how it looks. It's really cute. What does it mean? And the lady says, it means peace and no worries. All right. I said, oh my gosh. (laughs) I said, that's exactly where I am with regards to pregnancy and just in regards to life at the time. Mm -hmm. I said, I I will name my baby Irie. That's nice. And that's exactly how she is. (laughs) She's very peaceful and has no worries. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. How'd you come up with um, Jasmine and actually, well, Shanika, Billy Bob, and Nika, and then Ashley? How did you come up with these names? Um, Shanika's dad named her Shanika. Which is Shanika LaJean. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I named her, I named her LaJean, Love for my Latrice, my middle name, and my mom's middle name, Jean. So I did it LaJean. And then Ashley, I always like the name Ashley. <laughs> and then um and then um you know Ashley Erica you're named after don't, your don't auntie. Don't give too much out now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then Jasmine, I always like Jasmine because I like the cartoon with Princess Jasmine in Latin. And then her uncle Aubrey was the one that named her Patrice because I couldn't think of a middle name for her. And I asked uh, your uncle Aubrey, and I said, Aubrey, can you name um. Jasmine said, what's your middle name? I said, it's Latrice. Yeah, name of Patrice. I like, I like that. <laughs> so that's why mommy called her JP. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how did you come up with Erica? Erica, because your um your dad's sister, which which was my running buddy back in the day, she was way younger than me, but she hung with me everywhere I went, and I named her. I told her, if I ever have a baby by your, by your brother, I'm going to name her Erica. You didn't name me Erica. I would prefer Erica. No. Like Ashley. Like, I like Ashley. Please. I like Ashley. I like Ashley. It was this girl in um, high school that everybody used to pick on. I used to feel sorry for her, and her name was Ashley. What? That was the reason why I what? liked her. <laughs> no. Oh, you can say that one. No. You named me after a girl that was bullied? No. <laughs> she, 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 like, she wasn't bullied. It's just that... People, people, people didn't like her because she was different. Different? <laughs> what? She was different. You're just going down and down and down. Uh, you just said, no. I asked about Erica. I, <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the reason why I like I liked the name Ashley, because she stood her ground, is what I'm trying to get to. Oh, okay. She let no, but she, she stood her ground and I looked up to her because, I mean, she was younger than me. She was a year younger than me. 
or what in high school, but people used to make fun of her, but she kept her head up high and she just kept going. And I always, that's what I'm saying, I always liked Ashley because she believed in her. So, I never knew that. Never asked. <laughs> oh, I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Ashley out there. <laughs> what was her last name? I don't know. I don't know. I lo- I lost a lot of memory when oh, I yeah, um got in a car accident. And your car accident, what happened? You don't mind me asking? Just for the listeners, you don't have to talk about the car accident if you want to, because I do remember that you said that um, after you had Nika, then you did have the car accident, and that car accident could have stopped you from having me, correct? Right. The um, the doctor, <coughs> the doctor told my mom that um, I, since I since I've um broke my pelvis bone mm-hmm. the doctor told my mom that um i wouldn't have no more kids after my car accident my car accident was in 86 and i had you in 87 she said i'll show them <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then I, and then i had at jasmine in, in 91 you know but um yeah <laughs> so um you don't want to share your car accident experience mm, no not really okay <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. I only remember what my mom and everyone else was telling me. Only thing that I do remember, because I went home, Shanika and I went home to visit everybody, because I was working at JCPenney's, and I went home for a week for vacation. So a day before we were ready to come back to California, I went to a basketball game at Washington High School, the high school that I used to go to. And I and I just dropped Shanika off at her grandmother's house. She was two. I dropped her off at her grandmother's house, and then I went to my grandmother's house, Grandma Jackson, to pick up Tony and Tina, because they were going to go to the game with me. And all I remember, the last thing I remember, Tony got in the car, and I said, where's Tina? He said, oh, she coming? That's the last thing I remember. And next thing I remember, I'm waking up in the hospital, but I didn't know nobody when I woke up and came out the coma. When I was, <laughs> all I kept remembering, Hearing, excuse me, somebody calling me a conehead, ma'am. With mom, because I had my head, with, my head was bandaged up, and I remember when mom and Nika, and I can't remember who the other person came in my room, and I didn't even know, I didn't know Nika, I didn't even know my mom. I had like all um, amnesia for like one day, or what, and then um, but yeah, car accident was all bad. The car flipped. The car, it, it threw me out on, it, it, it flipped four times and it threw me out on the first turn. And my um, my brother Dre and my cousin Tony and Tina, they they out, they got out the back window. They weren't even hurt. And if you look at the picture from the car, on the driver's side, it's all smashed in. But on the passenger side, the window didn't even break. It wasn't one dent on the passenger side. Yeah. And the only thing that saved us, um, two nurses was getting off work at St. Ca- at St. Catherine Hospital, and where's that? That this is in Gary, Indiana, and um, they were passing by, and they seen Tina and them. They seen the car, so they pulled over, and they went and called the police and the ambulance, and they came, and they took. They were taking them in a separate um, ambulance from me because my condition. So they were gonna take me to Gary Methodist Hospital and take them to St. Catherine where their mom worked at. And um, Tina said, my cousin Tina said, 
when they saw me, I was like 20 feet from them, real far. And I was faced over on my face, on my stomach. And Tina said when she rolled me over, my nose, blood was coming out of my nose and my eyes were closed and she was hollering for me. And I opened my eyes and my eyes started rolling in the back of my head and then I go out again. And then um, they put me in the ambulance and Tina's like, no, I'm not going to St. Cal, I'm going with my cousin to, to the hospital. You know, I don't wanna go, you know, to the other hospital, I'm staying with her like that. And then she said, all of a sudden I just woke up and just started going crazy and said, yeah, I started screaming and everything. And she was, t- cause I thought I was in a car. And she said that, um, she was saying, Angie, calm down, calm down. And then I went out again. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and then next thing I know um, that they told me, my mom and dad was out here. They were at a, um, a get-together. And then my dad and May, they in Indiana, they were at a get-together. So the only person that they were able to get in contact with was Shanika's grandmother. Or what? Because everybody else, they were gone. So nobody knew that I got in a car accident besides Tony and, Tina, Tony and Tina and Dre, you know, when they all got in contact with everybody. And then um, Shanika's grandmother said that when she saw me at the hospital and I was on a gurney, all she could remember, just a whole bunch of blood just coming out of me and all over the puddle on the, on the floor and everything. And then my grandmother called my mom out here in Sacramento and told my mom that I was in an accident. My mom was out there jet fast. And what, yeah. Yeah, but I'm glad that was, was a blessing. <laughs> it's hot in here. It is. So how did you um, come up with the names, ma'am? Let's switch it back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, um, for Angie being the first one, and um, it's kind of the thing that was, um, that, young mothers were doing, trying to name their kids after their husband. And so I named, I looked at a book with the names and that's how I come up with Andrea. Um, and I just made up Latrice, you know, I tried to give a, a French twist onto the middle name with La, which means the in French. Mm-hmm. And just put, instead of Pat- Patricia, I just made it Trice. And just took part of it and made it Latrice. And I did that because Andrea, her dad's name was Albert. So I, I wanted to give her a first name starting with the A and the middle name with the L, for Al, A-L, because everybody called him Al. And so that's how I came up with uh, um, Latrice. Andrea, yeah, Andrea Latrice, which is short for Al, A-L. And I wanted to name Dale Anthony. Anthony. But my sister Junelle named her son Anthony and took yeah. that away. To do it. To, 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 to it. Yeah. You gotta be more quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was older than Dale, so I just named him uh, this friend of mine in school. His name was Kurt. So I named him Kurt and I gave him the French twist, Cuh, you know, Cadell, the middle name. So it had nothing to do with his dad's name. Kurt Cadell uh-huh. Mitchell. And then with Aubrey, I named him after his dad. Yeah, but I didn't like, uh, I like Aubrey, his dad's first name, but he always went by his middle name, Henry. And I says, no way, I'm, in, I'm, <laughs> am I going to name him Henry? So I named him, uh, again, with the French twist, Dubar. So I named him Aubrey Dubar, 
more. Like the Dubar? Dubar. No, Dubar. <laughs> Dubar. D-U-B. D-U-B-A-R-R. Yeah. Dubar. Dubar. Mm-hmm. Dubar. That's how Dubar. Dubar. Five years ago. <laughs> that was in competition at the Elbow Yeah. So that's how I, that's how I came up with the Dubar. kids' names. Dubar. Um, Dubar. And so we call him Doobie Dubar. for sure. <laughs> All right, here's my last question. So, what advice will you, ma'am, mm-hmm. give my mom? And then, mom, what advice would you give Nika? And Nika, what advice would you give to mom and ma'am? And it doesn't have to be about parenting. It could just be knowledge, anything. Mm-hmm. <coughs> my advice that I would give to Angie <coughs> and also to Nika, no. Oh, just to Angie. Just to, just to keep on loving all three of you guys and keep on showing that, showing that love and setting a good example for for you guys and and giving to those grandkids. So she loves her grandkids so much, and uh, I'm so proud of her. Okay, you give advice to Nika. What advice would you give Nika? <laughs> the advice I would give to Nika to keep on uh, loving those two little darlings and. <laughs> giving them the best knowledge that she can share with them from her own upbringing and her own knowledge as she learned from her own parents. The advice I would give to Nika, mm-hmm. keep on being a beautiful, intelligent daughter that everyone was even though you, you have two other sisters and they're intelligent too. <laughs> but you just keep on being intelligent mm-hmm. and bright like you are and standing up, standing your ground and um, continue raising up my two babies or what the right way like you're doing, teaching them either be veggie or either eat meat or meat. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make that decision, but just keep on doing what you do. Because what you do, you do and do. That's right. You doing you. I meant to say what you do. You you doing you. You doing you. You do you. You do you. All right. I'm very, very, very proud of you. I'm proud of all three. I'm proud of all three of my girls. I know, but I just don't want you to feel. You know. Oh, I'm not like that. It's I know. You told me all about Ash. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was my friend. That was my friend. That was a girl. No, that was a girl. That was the girl that the spiders came out of her hand. Oh, oh, oh no. No. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. That was the, that was my that was my only friend I had besides Shanika's dad and her auntie. We don't want to and ask my about cu- the my cousin. <laughs> we don't even want to ask about the spider. Yeah, <laughs> that, but that that was her. All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's my name. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know advice. I don't. It doesn't I don't have to be advice. It could just be some knowledge, or you could thank them. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was gonna do. Yeah, just hmm. thank them because they came before you, and I'm sure what they did bounced off from them to you. So here's your time. Okay. Okay. Well, thank the both of you. (laughs) I do. I thank you for everything that you both have instilled in me and my sisters. uh, That you you both, like I shared a couple days ago, actually with Ma'am, was that 
it's hard for me as not just a mother, but also as a female growing up in South Central while drinking the juice in the hood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's hard. It's hard for me though as a female growing up in today's society and seeing women that are not strong to stand up for themselves and allow men to take the role ahead of them and for them to fall back and uh, not be not just supportive amongst everybody in your family, but be that strong leader because I felt that I came from two strong leaders. You know, you both have been uh, supportive and very strong to my sisters and I that I see no other way of being being for our families. And for me to actually show for my daughter, um, I feel that, and my son, I feel that what you both had instilled in us, it helps not waiting for somebody else to make decisions for you because you have the mental capacity to actually make decisions on your own. So I appreciate what both of you had done individually and collectively because you both had worked together as a as a village as in raising both my sisters and I. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So now I would like to thank all three of you guys who are my special guests. I'd like to thank you guys for coming and sharing all of your stories with me and my listeners. And I hope everyone out there got some good type of motivation from this episode. Um, we want to be able to sit down with those who are still around with us instead of us waiting and then we wait too long to point out we want to ask so many questions you hungry <laughs> we want to ask so many questions and find out our the history behind us like you say our legacy every time a family you see a family member that's a legacy people walking among us that is we have the same last name and i know it just keep growing growing and growing everyone um that's legacy and we have to be able to dig in and hit the time and the moments and days and stop being able to just live in life daily. Days fly through fingers and they just keep going. But we, we have to be able to take the moment and like do this and sit down and talk and hear the old the stories from back in the day and hear the stories about the, the present now. It helps us grow, it helps us be stronger as one because that's basically what we are. Um, so also, at the end of my shows, I like to leave it with a quote. It Sometimes it has to do with the conversation that we had, or it's just something that I feel jumped to me and spoke to me um, spiritually or anything. So um, here's a quote. So, <clears throat> so it goes, grown don't, mean, grown don't mean nothing to a mother. A child is a child. They get bigger, older, but grown. In my heart, it don't mean a thing. <laughs> That's by Toni Morrison. Would you like me to read again? Do you understand? Do you, does that sit with you? Do you feel it? Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It does. That's cool. Appreciate so, it. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Oh, let me say one more thing before we end. Mika, as my oldest sister, I appreciate you as being a mother. You show me what it is to take time and the things that you've been through um, and you just keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. It doesn't hold you back to a point that we went from Jacob to Carter to Irie. Those three different cycles of life taught not only you went through it, but it taught me to be strong, to understand that um, you cannot let go and to keep going. Um, um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. 
And then, <clears throat> mom, <laughs> I would like to thank you also for being supportive and always being there, knowing that, um, ooh, <laughs> knowing that <clears throat> we know that you supported us from the beginning to now. And, um, well, this is not supposed to happen. I was good. <laughs> I was good. I was like, it's almost over. Everything was good. But <clears throat> then I know that, that, um, from Mika to Jazz, to me, to Jasmine, there's, like, again, like with Mika, it's three different cycles. It all comes to it. It's different cycles of life and different times. Every, I learned yesterday when I was speaking with, um, Julia, the, one of the founders of BBMJ, she says that every child is different. Mm -hmm. and we all are different and looking at what each child went through you handle it differently and the strength and the, the courage and the drive the, the drive that you have for each and every one of us it shows that a single mother of three she could do it you just have to be patient with love and caring and time and